Welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast with Gemma and Makala. We're both coaches and entrepreneurs, passionate about teaching you how to set up and run your coaching business, create more time and manage your mind. Because you're changing the world one mind at a time. Hello, beautiful people. Today, we are talking about a topic that Gemma has been chomping at the bit to cover for ages, and she's mentioned it many, many times. Today's episode is all about copywriting for coaches. So in this episode, we're going to cover a whole lot of don'ts, but also a whole lot of do's. Gemma and I have worked with a number of coaches um, and we've looked at their websites, their social media, and we've really come up with quite an extensive list of what works and what doesn't for their clients. And we just really wanted to share that with you today. So to get us started, I'm going to kick over to you, Gemma, and um, tell us what are some of the things that as coaches, we really, really need to avoid in our copywriting. Mm, Absolutely. I guess the number one don't, if we're doing a don'ts and do list, uh, is do not use coachy words, please, because they don't mean anything to people, right? They may, they may very well mean something to some people who have been within a coaching world, who have done personal development stuff, and they may understand some of the words, but they really don't mean anything because here's the thing, people aren't, they're not really interested in it. Like they're not interested in the how, all they want to know is if you can help them and they don't actually care about how. So just just don't use your coachy words. And especially depending on who you've become certified through and things like that, they may be words that are very specific to that, you know, certification. And you may then learn it once you're coaching with that client. But if you're using those words before, you know, it just goes over your head. And then you're also excluding so many people that aren't aware of what any of those words mean. So you're also not being very inclusive with your copy and with your target audience at all so so can you can you give us an example of some coachy words uh oh look all sorts of words like I know one that used to really uh get on my goat was manifest yep manifest you know and uh yeah manifest and paradigm paradigm what even is that I don't know I keep having to look that one up because and the definition of it never sticks in my brain because it's just never worked for me right paradigm manifest um look even you could even sort of argue things like beliefs and belief systems right because if if who you're speaking to has never done this sort of work they probably don't even know they have a belief system within them right? Mm. It's, it's, it's a non-issue for them. So the, the most important thing is you need to meet your client where they are. Don't skip in front. 
So, and this, this goes for specifically coaches, but even anyone, because you're so skilled in what you do when you know what you do, you need to write in a way that's you before you're coaching. Before you came a coach, became a coach, you need to meet the client where they are. No manifest, no paradigms, no abundance. There's no ab- one. No abundance. <laughs> Please don't use the word abundance. It infuriates me so much. I remember once reading a coach's website a long time ago and it had all of these words in there. I'm like, what does it even mean about abundance? Like what, what is this? I don't understand. What is this referring to? What is it? Don't use it. Okay. Buffering. Don't use it. Doesn't mean anything to anyone if they're not aware of it, you know, and you're skipping ahead of your target audience. So please, the, the other thing that I can tell you about is move back, you know, remember where you were before and that's where you need to meet your target Mm. audience and your clients yeah I yeah it's it really it all we keep coming back to this but it always comes back to know your target audience it's like what is it they want in their life I'm quite sure that they're not sitting there going I want more abundance nope they're sitting there going I want more time or I want more money or Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. don't want to feel miserable all the time. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, they're not Mm -hmm. going, I want more abundance. I want to change my paradigm. No, no, they are not. Because remember, you weren't thinking that either, right? You were thinking, I need to fix my relationship with my mother. You were thinking, you know, I can't stand being married anymore. You were thinking, I don't make enough money, right? So, Try and think about what you were thinking and use those human words. You know, I don't have enough more, I don't have enough time. If only I had more time, if only I was more productive, I'm so overwhelmed. You know, use the words, tune into what you were thinking and use that, right? That it's like your power is there in your thoughts. Your copy is almost sitting there for you. And then my next do is results-based, right? So you may have a a client thinking, you know, I hate my marriage. I don't want to be married anymore. So what's the result they want, right? You know, is it Mm. some kind of peace with them, with their marriage? Is it, is it to find some love in their marriage and then leave? Is it to leave? Like, you know, find meet them where they are speak to them about you know i don't you know if you don't want to do this anymore and you're stressed and you're unhappy and you're all of these things and then you know i can take you here to the desired result which is you know um i don't know how to have a happy divorce like who who knows Mm. or how to work on your marriage if that's what you want instead if you want to stay yeah yeah exactly you know but you speak to them like a human what they're thinking about and especially on your website you know show them the result because again they don't care about you know the the how you know they they don't care that you're going to do an eight-week program with them and you're going to teach them all of these things 
you know, um, and all of these concepts and all these amazing things, they don't care. <laughs> they, you know, they don't care about the how. All they want to know is what will they get at the end? What's their desired result? And as coaches, you or we all understand the importance of desires and human desires. So what is their desired result? Speak to them as this is what you will get from working with me. I can show you how to feel this. I can show you how to action this. I can show you how to create more time, like whatever it might be. You know, I can show you how to work on your marriage. I can show you how to have a happy divorce. I can, you know, whatever. Meet them at that end result because that's all they care about. They don't care about what they have to do in between, right? They just mm. like they just want to know what they're going to get. I think it's a really good point that you make about, you know, they don't care that it's an eight-week program. They don't want to know that. They don't want to know that week one they're going to learn this, week two that what they want is once I've done this, what is my life going to be like? How am I going to feel? What am I going to think? What am I going to have in my life? Exactly. And then that stuff comes after, right? That's That sort of stuff will be either, you know, in the sales page or it'll be, you know, further down somewhere on your website, you know. Like, of course, you're still going to give them all that information, but they really don't care about it at all at the start. They don't. They don't care how long your program is. They don't care about, especially how much work they may need to put in, right? Mm. This is the homework and these are all the things you need to do. Plus, once you start working with me, you'll actually feel worse before you feel better, right? They don't want to know that. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Because we're going to get to the root cause of the problem here, which means, you know, you're going to have to deal with some stuff that will feel uncomfortable. They don't want to know that. They don't care. Just tell them what result they will get you know, move them through, I guess, the website, social media funnel, and then give them all the details. Because you do still need all of that information, obviously, but not sitting all in your website, not sitting through your social medias, nothing to do with it in blogs, anything. That sort of, you know. Sales page. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so don't use coachy words. Focus on the desired results. What's next? Tell your story. Tell me more. I mean, I could talk about this forever. (laughs) So, I mean, you became a coach because you knew that you have something to share and that you can help your people in whatever way or anyone, right, as a coach we can help with any problem. But from there, you know, you've niched into a specific area of people that you really want to help. And it's because you've gone through that journey yourself. You know, you you had the weight on, you did the work, you lost it for life. You were over drinking, you did the work, you now drink maybe one a week, right? Whatever it may be. And people want to know your story because they'll connect with that. And what's so interesting is that 
stories for us have been something that humans have been doing and telling almost since we first started speaking languages, you know, like it's been found by archaeologists and historians and everything, ancient human, there's different theories as to why we started speaking and other animals didn't, you know, it's part of our evolution. And one of the theories is, is in a way that we learned how to gossip so we could protect each other. Right. It was a part of that keeping people within a community, staying safe together, and then being able to say, oh, you know, saw a lion, like cross the river and then walk up that tree and then run around to that bush. You know, it, it became a part, us telling stories became a part of our survival almost. So people mm-hmm. will connect with your story. We have for the thousands and thousands and thousands of years. So don't underestimate power of storytelling again not in any form of coachy way write it and share it in a way that you would tell your friends about it you know and write it in your personality so if you're generally funny and cracking jokes then write it that way you know and I'm speaking of your about page I'm speaking of when you share bits of your story Uh, you know, through social media, through blogs, even the way you speak on your podcast, you know, it all has to be consistent. But tell your story in a way to connect because that is the number one thing that we do. And you know, as coaches, that us humans, we love our connection. You know, we are pack animals. We do conform in groups. So (laughs) make sure you're connecting with people because once you connect with them and interesting fact one of my favorites also one of mixed favorites is your about page is your second most read page on your website so once you've given the summary of info on your home page what do people do they go straight to your about page because they're like oh yeah it looks like this person can help me but i want to know more about them because if they're gonna buy coaching from you it's a high ticket item, right? It's a lot of money they're going to spend. They want to know who you are. They want to know if they can connect with you. They want to know your story. But don't sit there and say, me, 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 me. No, because that person will be out of there. See you <laughs> later. They want to know your story if they connect with it in a way that helps them. So share mm. your story in a way to show them how your transformation will help them and how you can now help them and how you're the best person to help them. Yeah. Spot on. I have absolutely nothing to add to that. (laughs) You just nailed it. I'm like, hello. (laughs) I'm I'm exhausted after that. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, yes, you do. You you get very passionate once we start talking about, you know, being yourself in your business. <sighs> I sure do. Wow. I tell you, emotions, feelings, they take it out of you when you're feeling and not buffering them, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. So yes, please make sure you share a story in a way that's connecting and in a way that, you know, helps them. So one little copy tip 
I will give you is Witham, which is W double I F M. So write it, write it wherever you can. And it's the what's in it for me. So when you're writing copy anywhere, even on your socials, having that will really remind you that your reader is thinking what's in it for me when they're reading your copy, right? And yes, even a social media post because they want to know what's in it for them. Why am I reading this? Why do I care about this person's story? Who is this person? What is this person doing to help me? You know, really think about the questions that you think about when you're reading, um, you know, social posts or whatever it may be. So answer Mm. those questions, you know, because anyone, at the end of the day, we all have the selfish mentality. We do, whether you like it or not, people don't like to hear it, but we all want to know what's in it for me. So Mm. thinking that constantly when you're writing copy will remind you to turn it back onto the reader. You know, this is how I help. This is how I'll help you do this. I did this. I can help you do it too. And I think that's really important for us as coaches because, you know, we're, we're selling high-priced and high-quality packages. Exactly. So it can, to some degree, it can be a lot more difficult to get people across the line, to get people to commit to you and to buy from you. Mm. So that's, that's really what you've got to focus on. It's, you know, this is what I can give you again. But again, this all comes back to the other stuff that you've said, Gemma, like, you know, focus on the desired result and tell the story about your personal transformation in order to give them something to connect to. But yeah, I think that that really falls at the heart of it. It's like, what's in it for me? What are they going to get? How are you going to help them? Once they hand over the money, what transformation are they going to see in their lives? Absolutely. You know, and is it worth this high ticket cost? You know, and if it is, then I'm going to think about it, you know, and Mm. then, I mean, you can get really in depth because everyone has different buying decisions, right? And this is where it comes in to even take your target audience research, like next level is how people make decisions, right? And if you think about it, when, and not everyone's the same, of course, but a high ticket item that costs a lot of money, people generally, they're going to put more effort into making that decision. They're going to research more. They're going to want more information. They're going to want to love the person they're working with, you know, Mm. and they're going to want to be persuaded as well, but not in a negative way in a good way, you know, I am this person to help you because I've done X, Y, and Z. Like I promise I can help you do this too, you know, in a very genuine way. And, and I'm telling you this, they will be, if, if coaching something they've decided on, they will be researching. And I can guarantee you that. Again, not everyone makes the same, you know, buying decision. It is very varies but generally when you do have a high ticket item it does boost up the amount of research in there because they're parting with a lot of money so Mm. they will be looking around if they've made the decision coaching is what i want they are going to be doing research so how is your website and your story different 
how mm-hmm. how's it providing them with the answers exactly to their questions that they're yeah, to what they're looking for you know mm. having all of that in a connecting way that's what's going to you know I guess win your website over someone else yeah that makes a lot of sense so what other tips have you got then for how to actually write the copy for ourselves mm, yeah for sure the very first thing is write how you speak and I know so many people especially coaches like I write how I speak it's like no nah, do you because it's really <laughs> interesting it, it's like a I don't know it so many people do it. It's like our brains switch to as soon as we're writing or typing, our brains sort of think, oh, now I need to sound like more intelligent or I need to write this yeah. better and grammatically correct because that's what we were conditioned to do, right? Through mm. school and if you went to university and you wrote essays and anytime we were writing, we were generally writing in a way that is professional, Yeah. Or yeah, I'm about to say well grammared. There we go. <laughs> but you see, I can say well grammared, but you would never write that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But, yeah. But just if if you can sit there and forget all of that conditioning and just write how you speak, and the best tip I can give you is if you want to say you want to write about one of your coaching programs right? And I want you to write it how you would speak it. So, you know, get a, get an app, get a, whatever you voice record into and record yourself speaking it exactly how you would tell someone on a sales call, your friend, your cat, your mother, whatever, just spit it out, just write it and just speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it, and then listen back to it. And you can even go one step further, put it into a transcription, transcribe it, and then look at it on a piece of paper or on your screen mm-hmm. and play around with it. And that's mm. just brilliant copyright there because it's exactly how you would speak it. You're not trying to make it formal in beautiful paragraphs. That's not what copy is about. Copy is having a conversation with one single person that they're reading that's Mm. it you know so imagine it like you are on the telephone with them or on a zoom call with them space it out and write how you speak so notice how i've been you know speaking in like a long paragraph and then i'll take a break and then i'll say one sentence and then i may speak in a long paragraph again So that's how you can start to lay your copy out. If you say one sentence, hit enter. If you have another small little paragraph, then hit enter. Put in one word, hit enter. Put in a sentence, hit enter. Break Mm. it up as much as you can, like you're having a conversation. Forget anything that you ever wrote in school, essays, assignments, newspaper articles, blogs. Copy is completely different. Yes, and this and it's really a skill that you mm. need to learn and to practice. When I first started my own business, I'd come out of 18 years in government. 
well, not quite 18 years by the time I started my business, but close to. And Gemma can attest that my writing was very, what's the word? Correct, shall we say. Very correct. Like I wrote, yeah, yeah. I, I wrote like someone in government because I used to have to write letters to ministers and do all that sort of thing. And that was how I wrote everything. And with Gemma's guidance over the years, I've learnt to write more as I speak and I throw in more jokes and, you know, I've, I, I still, even now I will write a blog post and then I'll have to go through and add the contractions. So instead of saying I have, I'll change it to I've, I do still need to do that. I'm getting better, but I do still need, I do still find that I need to go through after I've written it and do that. Um, so don't be afraid if it's not something that you can't do automatically straight up. It really is a skill that you need to learn and you need to practice. And over time it will develop and your copy will start to sound a lot more like you. Absolutely. And that, that was a great tip there, you know, so tip number one, write to sound like you. Tip number two, use contractions, right? When you're speaking, you do not say, well, unless you're being formal, like I just did there, you don't say, you know, oh, hello, I am going to the shops now. No one says that, right? We're, we're, we're English speakers. We contract everything. And tip number three, don't overthink it. So if, you know, if you are doing the method of speaking and then writing, totally fine. But just dump it out, right? And don't overthink it at the time because like Mick said, you can go back. You know, just get it all out. Then you can go back and add in the contractions, add in something silly that you might say, you know, to pop your personality in there and mm. then start to, you know, tip number four, space it out like you speak. But don't overthink it at the time or it won't flow. It won't flow naturally. And yeah, tip number mm. five, forget grammar rules because it's not grammar. You know, it isn't. You can start sentences with and, but, because. You can have one word on a line, you know. We don't speak in grammar as well. So that's why when you're having a friendly conversation with someone, um, you know, you don't worry about grammar. And that's like the best thing. So you can really take that stress off you as well. You know, copywriting is its own form of writing. It's writing with the result to sell something that's it it's sales writing you know it's the art of persuasion through words it's writing to its goal is to initiate an action right it's it's not to inform information it's not to read the news it's not to a phd for my thesis like it's none of those things it's its own form of writing. And, and like Mick said, yes, it does take practice. It takes everything because so many people, it's, it's such a big mistake I hear is so many people, oh, I could write, anyone can copyright. Well, not really. Absolutely no, not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But what's incredible as coaches is you have an advantage because you know your clients. You work with them. You actually know what they desire you know what they're thinking. 
right? You're on such an advantage. So you know exactly how to speak to them. And my last tip, the biggest one ever, use the word you. That needed a dramatic pause. (laughs) Use the word you because it's, remember what's in it for me, it's all about them. So don't get formal. Don't use other words. Always use you. You know, I can help you. Have you ever thought this? Do you think about this? You know, um, I'm here to help you. I, you can use I've caught, like I, I did this, this, and this. If I can do this, you can do it too. I did this. So now I can help you. So always make sure it's you and you're speaking to one person, but always use that. It's so inclusive. It's a very powerful word. Always use the word you. That's that's a very, very good point. So, Jem, can you just give us some tips? Because not everyone wants to write for themselves. Like, obviously, that's what a lot of us do when we start off. But then as our business grows, we either don't have the time or it's just, it's not of interest to us. It's not something that we want to do. So if you're going to engage a copywriter to help you in your coaching business, whether it's to rewrite your website or your sales pages, or even just blog posts, what are some tips for what you really need to look at in a copywriter? And the reason I ask this is because, you know, I've seen lots of virtual assistants say that they're also, they write copy and I've just seen lots of other people kind of whack copywriting in as one of the things that they offer. But, you know, obviously from what you've said, you're copywriting to get people to take action. So it's really not just, you know, it's not just being good at writing. There's a lot more to it. So if our listeners were to engage a copywriter what are the things that they should really look at to make sure that they do get the right person? Mm, Absolutely. Great question. It's interesting because so many um, business owners, you know, coach coaches will coach business owners mostly um, will say, you know, a copywriter won't write to sound like me, you know, and it's like totally not the truth because that is literally a copywriter's job to write to sound like, that person or business or company or whatever they're writing for, right? It's what we're trained to do. And I guess the most important thing to look for is, this is something that a lot of people don't know either. There's many types of copywriters. There's copywriters that specifically write media releases. There's copywriters that specifically write ebooks, that specifically write white papers, you know, that write legal websites, right? They're, you know, financial websites. There's copywriters specifically write for coaches. I do that, right? <laughs> you know, so really make sure you've got the copywriter with the right niche. I mean, it's the same as being a coach. You know, you you coach for us specific niche so make sure you find a copywriter who does niche out and specialize in that a lot of copywriters write just for health you know so that's the most important thing to look for and the second thing to look for as well is you know 
if you get along with them, of course, but also how your first interaction is with them and the questions they're asking you. So they should be, you know, wanting to get to know you, about you, about your business, about how you write, the clients you work with, you know, so make sure that first interaction and conversation, the copywriter is asking those questions, the right questions, and then that they're sending you a very comprehensive creative brief. And this will be a document with all these questions that you need to fill out for them. And then you know that way they're getting all of the information they need to then be your brain, the words of your brain, and then get into the mind of your target audience. Can you tell us a bit more about like the questions that might be included in the creative brief? Yeah, of course. I mean, there's going to always be initial questions like, you know, tell me about your business, who your target audiences, all of that. But what they want is very specific. So most of it will be about your people, your target audience. So it'll be very specific question on their age, you know, gender, income, um, where they are in a buying process. It will be questions like what media do they consume? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, what do they like? What do they love? What's their deepest desires? What do they believe in? What do they not believe in? What are they scared of? What do they desire? So all of these questions where the copywriter is trying to tap into, you know, the brains of your target audience, and mm-hmm. then they'll start to ask questions about you. So mm-hmm. that's when, you know, they'll really get into your personality. So again, it is so important that you've asked yourself all of these questions about your target audience. Yeah. That you already know all this information about who they are, what they desire, all of that, all of that stuff. Oh, absolutely. Because then you'll be paying double, quadruple the price if the copywriter is then needing to go out and source this information, right? But you you know, as a business owner, as a coach, you've done this because you know your target audience, you know what it is that they believe in, don't believe in, they're scared of, what they desire, what they truly want, what they truly don't want. You can provide all of this information and that's how then the copywriter will then, you know, write in a way to get into their brains and then do it in a way to sound like you. Mm. Excellent. Awesome. Well, gosh, you've you've given us so much information there, Jem. So I guess the last thing I want to ask you is of everything you've told us, what is the one thing that you really want our coaches to take away from this conversation? Always remember to write human. No matter what, you're speaking to another human speak to them like you would speak to your friend, no coochie words, just, you know, always write in a friendly, human, connecting way. Awesome. And the one last thing that I want to add is when Gemma mentioned earlier about recording yourself and getting a transcription, there's actually a really neat little app that you can use. It's called Otter. If you just Google Otter, I think it's otter.ai, 
Um, it has a free plan that you can use and you can, I actually use it when I'm walking the dog and I come up with ideas. I just whip out my phone, turn on the app and speak whatever I'm thinking and it transcribes all of that. It's not perfect in transcription, but at least it allows you to get your thoughts down into words. And then I come back to the office, I access my account um, on my laptop and I just copy and paste it into a Word document and I can play around with it there and build on it. So I highly recommend that you grab Otter um, and just have a bit of a play with that. Oh, absolutely. And just for our listeners, Mick, can you spell Otter for us? Certainly. It's just O-T-T-E-R. Perfect. Now, we hope today's episode has been helpful for you. As I mentioned earlier, we've covered a lot. So to help you get started on writing your own copy, Gemma and I have put together a free copywriting cheat sheet that you can access via the link in the show notes or on our website at www.freedomtocoach.com.au forward slash copywriting. In the copywriting cheat sheet, you will uncover the secrets of writing excellent copy, get a simple and fail-proof copy formula, and discover how to make your writing more compelling. So you can start writing friendly copy that will connect with your clients. That web address again is www.freedomtocoach.com.au forward slash copywriting. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more about how we can give you the freedom to coach, then check out our website, www.freedomtocoach.com.au. Until next time, take care and keep on coaching.